from Harlem, New York, standing six foot two for law, order, and the American way, Justice. My name is Justice. I take no jive. You mess with me and you won't survive. In the ring is now my place. You mess with me and I'll break your face. Welcome to the Mike Rand Show, and today's special guest is from GLOW, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, Justice. Hey, Justice, how are you? Hey, Mike, how are you? I am much better. Thank you for asking. Thank you so much for joining us today. So today, as we're filming this, um, it's in 2020, and we're at the peak of the coronavirus situation. And Justice has a story that she's going to share with us right now because she actually had the coronavirus. And we're so happy that you're here today with us to speak about your experience. Oh, Mike, thank you so much. I'm, I'm honored to be on your show. And thank you for being an uh, avid fan of uh, GLOW. I'm so excited. I follow you, um, you know, on social media. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. And yes, um, I had a bout with the coronavirus. I was uh, sick. First, I became sick uh, March 9th. And I was definitely ill, didn't know what was going on. I, I, coronavirus was far away from my mind. But I knew that um, when I got home one day, I, uh, that was a, a Tuesday or a, it was a Monday, um, because um, Women's Day was uh, March 8th. And I had did an event at a church. But anyway, uh, speed it up. On the 9th, I was just so sick um, with um, difficulty breathing. Um, my chest was hurting so bad. It was like an elephant sitting on my chest. And so I Googled, uh, you know, the famous doctor, you know, why would my chest hurt? And it had all types of um, information, you know, maybe indigestion, maybe you didn't swallow your food well, maybe uh, stress. All these things could cause um, my chest. So I just... Uh, narrowed down to some of those things. And um, so the next day, uh, that, that entire week, I was just in the bed. I couldn't eat, couldn't smell, couldn't drink, couldn't um, taste food, you know, and uh, I was still having difficulty uh, breathing. But the, the main thing was that I was e extremely tired. And uh, I went to the doctor a couple days later, maybe say a week or so, gave them my symptoms and they took a couple of x-rays and they said, well, they couldn't figure anything out. They sent me home. And so um, with that, I didn't get better. I just kept getting worse. And now um, the coronavirus was, you know, real big then, uh, pandemic. And on the 16th of um, March is when they, you know, told the schools not to go back. They shut down the churches. You know, I, I am a preacher now and they shut, shut down. I preach at a, a community center and they shut those down. And I still didn't think coronavirus in my illness. And, you know, cause they kept saying you have to have a fever or a cough, a fever, cough and uh, difficulty breathing. Well, I had one difficulty breathing, didn't chalk it up to coronavirus. I just felt, hey, maybe it's something going on with whatever. 
and uh, make a long story short. So after two or three weeks with, the, um, with those symptoms, and I've been around my family and all of that, um, one of the ladies that I had been in contact with um, passed away. She passed away as uh, complications of COVID-19. And so when they told me that, I said, well, you know, I better get to the doctor and get tested. And so I went to the doctor, still couldn't breathe. And they tested me then because I was able to say the three questions they were asking in early March were, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Do you have difficulty breathing? And I, I didn't have a fever, never got a fever. Didn't have a cough, but I did have the difficulty breathing. So they wouldn't test me. But after the young lady passed away and I told them that, now they come in with the hazmat suits on and tested me. And on April 2nd, I got my diagnosis. I was positive for COVID-19, which alienated me from everyone. My family, who, um, I raised four grandchildren and my husband. So I was in my room, um, sick. They took care of me though. They would bring me food, uh, kind of like on a platter and, and push it toward me because I was still, you know, I really still couldn't um, maintain my own uh, standing. My, my legs ache, you know, and I'm a tall girl and my legs ache. And right, even now I still have difficulty breathing, but I am so much better. I tested um, negative uh, last week. I believe it was um, May 11th, I went and had my test. And on the 13th, I found out that I was negative. So amen for that. I still have the residual, the, difficulty breathing at times. Um, I get tired easily, but those are just symptoms, you know, that'll come back. So I'm asking and telling everyone, believe me, this is real. And if you're out, please wear your mask. And look, I want to say wash your hands too, but I know we all wash our hands. I don't have to tell you about your hygiene, but I do want to say, take precautions, do your social distancing and wear your mask because your mask is a thing that not only protects you, but it protects others. Um, now they're finding out they're um, asymptomatic and all that type of stuff. So just be careful. You know, I, I, I view it as a universal disease. Everybody has it. So I protect myself. I don't ever want to get this again, nor wish this on any of my um, blow girl enemies <laughs> back in the day. Um, so, you know, just thank you, Mike, for um, having me speak a little bit on that. And I survived. I said, God kept me here for a purpose because, you know, I'm a loud mouth. So it kept me around because um, in, in the United States, over 60,000 uh, people have lost their lives and my heart goes out to them. But worldwide, 230 something thousand people have died from coronavirus. So this is a very serious uh, illness. It's a virus that attacks many parts of the body. And um, my heart goes out to the people who lost loved ones or people who are affected with it now. So uh, God bless you for letting me talk about that. And thank you. I hope I didn't take up all the time. No, thank you so much for speaking about that. And I'm so happy that you've gotten better. You and I have been communicating over those yes. months too. I kept checking in. I'm, I'm like, I hope you get better soon. I hope you get better soon. Because yes. I wanted you to come on our show. And, and I'm so happy that you got better. Thank and, you. And it's, it, it's a huge tragedy. Um, and even when you went that during that time, they didn't know at that point about you you were mentioning the loss of taste the loss of smell that's something that kind of came a little later as a symptom exactly because uh i had all those symptoms 
at first, the achy, you know, because you get achy um, body, you know, my legs ache very bad. My husband have to put the, um, you know, being gay on them or because I couldn't walk. My legs were so, they, they ache so bad. And those are symptoms now, you know, the loss of smell, loss of taste. Um, I lost 23 pounds in two weeks in like 10 days because I couldn't eat. And um, I realized that I eat for taste and uh, things just didn't, you know, didn't jive. If it, if it didn't have a taste in the, the texture of it just wouldn't work. So um, I thank God, you know, that he kept me. And those are the, some of the symptoms now, you know. Um, so be aware of your health and others that are around you. Thank you, Mike. Yep, you're welcome. And definitely, guys, if you're not watching this, you know, in 2020, you know, things are changing every day. So obviously, yes. we don't know if there's a vaccine yet, if there's anything, you know, that's going to cure it. So just keep up to date, you know, if this is still something that's going on when you're viewing this show at a later date, to keep wow. up with the latest information on how to protect yourself. But now on to a lighter topic is All right. Lo, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Woohoo! And what we want to know is you played justice on the show. Can you tell us how you got started in wrestling? Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, such a great. Um, okay, so in uh, 80, 87, I was in Canoga Park. And you know, my my uh, persona, my 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 character was Justice from Harlem. And I was this big, bad girl. But, you know, in the interim, I really wasn't. But I played the part. And I love Glow. I love all my Glow sisters. Glow family, I call them still today. Um, so they, uh, I met Aunt Kitty, who was the bad girl's manager. And she said, oh, my goodness, you're tall. And, you, you know, we're looking for um, African-American girls to be on this show, Glow, and all of these things. And I said, oh, OK. So she gave me the number to. Um, uh, Matt at the time, and I didn't call him right away, but she called me back and said, hey, they're waiting for you to call. So I called him, met him, and uh, that was history. I, I was down in um, Las Vegas. I came to Vegas in uh, September 1987, been here ever since. So um, that was the start of GLOW. I met all the GLOW girls. Uh, I was saying earlier that, you know, I believe when we started, it was like 113 girls doing the tryouts. And uh, the, the two-week tryout ended up being a six-week tryout, you know, rolling and, and bouncing and punching and swinging and all those things. And I was already 29 years old, so I wasn't a spring chicken at the time. But I'm so excited for that journey in my life because I got to do uh, quite a bit. Had you watched Glow before? Because you came on during season three. Had you seen seasons one and two or know anything about wrestling at all? I did not. I would, you know, uh, what channel surf, you know, and I would see it every now and then. But, you know, I, I really, it didn't really catch my eye, but I was like, oh, wow, look at those girls. And I would just surf through, you know. Um, but when they told me about it and I uh, came, you know, season three, then I was able to watch it and uh, got to see how, you know, Glow um, was born. That's what I was saying. What was the training like when you were training? Oh, the training was gruesome. <laughs> and I say that because um, I want to say a part of this because I was in six months of recovery. I was recovering from drugs and alcohol at the time. I have a big story. Recovering from dra drugs and alcohol, I had six months clean at the time. And I also smoked cigarettes um, in 1987. So the, the training, you know, 200 jumping jacks at a time, we would do um, repetitive uh, rolls 
and jumps. We would um, also train at a gym. We had to be up at 5 a.m. every morning, uh, five, six days a week to go to the gym. Um, we did, um, I want to say uh, aerobics. What else did we do? We did um, gymnastics as well um, to learn how to bounce and come up off your feet, you know, because you have to be careful. This, and I'm a big girl. And, you know, you can hurt yourself, you know, if you're not properly trained. And we worked hard. You know, we were also um, licensed through the um, Athletic Commission of um, Nevada, Clark County. And so, you know, it was a very serious um, workout training. We had our own um, trainers. We also had a diet that we had to follow. And, you know, at the time we were with the Riviera, so we would go there to the buffet. And my mine was um, a whole lot of salads with a little bit of uh, meat, a little bit of protein, and no sweets. But I would get caught every now and then with a cake. And we would get fined for that because, you know, you, your health and safety was number one in uh, training for GLOW before we would start our actual season of, um, you know, actual matches. You had to, to really um, be athletic and be able to stay in that ring for a while and to be able to pick up weight and all of that because, you know, we were not, uh, all of us were not really like girls. Thank you. So you were part of the tag team Liberty and Justice when you were introduced to us. So how did they come up with pairing you with Liberty and coming up with the Liberty and Justice concept? Well, they, um, by being from New York, and so uh, Liberty, you know, the Statue of Liberty um, is a monument in New York. And by me being from New York, you know, um, an ex-cop and all of that. So they put us together. Now, she wasn't in the beginning, but she came. And so they put us together and it worked out quite well. I want to, um, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but we did a show in Texas. We had about a crowd of 4,000 people. And they had uh, me come out singing um, Bruce Bruce, um, what was his name? Oh my good goodness. Bruce Springsteen? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Born in the USA. And I had to come out um with my uh flag and Liberty carried the flag. And uh that was a long match. Now that uh that workout really paid because that match went on for about 20, felt like a century. But um we came out and and Liberty and I, you know, we where the USA against, I believe it was, um, can't remember who it was now, my, my mind, uh, anyway, I need to take some ginkgo biloba to get everything back. <laughs> but uh, they paired us up and we, we were a team and we worked out well and Liberty, she was um, always trying to do better and get better in her, her uh, wrestling and her strength. And, and so was I. Thank you, Mike. And, and one famous uh, match that you guys had as a tag team since you were USA was pairing you up against the Russians, Ninochka and Major Tanya. So that was that's, a big match. Yes, that's exactly who it was when we went to uh, Texas. And that's why we, um, we did the Born uh, in the USA against the Russians, yes. And uh, we won that match. Thank you. And, and what are your memories of um, wrestling the Russians, Ninochka and Tanya? And how, how did you feel, um, you know, knowing that the crowd's chanting, USA, USA, everybody's rooting for the, their country? What kind of excitement? Did you have a special kind of excitement in that match? I did. That was a moment that I would never forget. I felt like uh, 
like I was 12 feet tall. I, it was a superstar moment for me, um, you know, as a glow girl and as a wrestler and as an African-American as well, because, you know, um, I don't want to talk about prejudice, but, you know, it's a part of the history and being uh, rooted on and stood up for like that, you know, gave me a sense of pride as well, which I already had not to be boastful, but it, it, it kind of softened my heart. And with Liberty right there, uh, that was one of the best matches ever. And so that's really, you know, it just said, wow, people, you know, really love uh, United States of America. They love Americans. Thank you. Yep. And then during the course of GLOW, Ninochka, she was the GLOW champion at the time. She abdicated the crown. And there was a tournament called the Run for the Rubies. And you were one of the participants in there. And there was a match. Now, now when that happened, I got to admit, because I figured, you know, they already had a heel as champion. I said to myself, there's one of two people that, are, that they're going to give this crown to. Either yes. Justice is going to win it. Yes. Or I said, maybe because she came back, Sally the Farmer's daughter. Because I figured... Oh. The, those two good girls, you know, because they yes. might want a good girl champion. And then what was the funny thing about it is Sally got in a plot line where she went back to the farm and Justice got injured by Daisy. So neither yes. one of you got to be in that wild card battle royal. And the two people I thought won, one of the two that was going to win that crown didn't wind up winning or even be. We, we didn't win. I was out six weeks. I had a, a torn meniscus, had to have surgery and everything. I was out six weeks in, the, in a leg brace from that match right there. So, you know, when people say it's, it's not real and all that, no, you, you really, the, the hurts are real. The hits and, and getting injured is very real. Yes, I have to have, uh, I had laser surgery. I'm still having trouble with that knee today. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> and, and, and you were six foot two and so was Daisy six foot yes. two. So those were some pretty good ma matches because you two, when you got paired up against each other, those were some good matches. What are yes. some memories of working with Daisy? Oh, Daisy is such an angel, uh, a bad angel at that. <laughs> but she is such a good person. I love her. We, uh, when we did that suplex, did you see that, Mike? Yep. Where, uh, so we, she's six, six one or six two, I'm six two. So, you know, that was like 12 feet in the air. And my God, uh, we didn't get hurt doing that, but I, that was powerful. They called us the giants in the ring. And um, that just, you know, Daisy, very powerful. Her um, character, you know, with Grimlina was kind of docile, kind of, but she was a very strong, strong wrestler and um, very mighty young lady and, and smart. And so she would uh, execute those moves with excellence, and uh, I admired her for that, and uh, we 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 bonded we bonded at the end. You know, um, today I still see her on on uh, social media, and and she's such a lovely lady. Yes. And and another um, wrestler that you wrestled that you had some good matches with was against Beastie. What are some memories of Beastie? Oh my God, Beastie is Beastie, uh, a kind soul. But Beastie, if you ever see her in a match, she was all in it. And uh, some, sometimes it would kind of take over her and she would come actually this beast in the ring. 
And I believe that's how she got her name because she was actually a beast in that ring and she would go for you. I mean, you better be prepared because she could knock you off your feet that you wouldn't be able to get back up. And uh, that, I admired her for that too, uh, with her, her braided hair, her blonde hair and her uh, 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 uniform that she wore. Yeah, it's true beast, true beast on the, in, the, in the ring and a true beast out the ring with her kindness. That was about Beastie. We, we got along well and, um, you know, never a dull moment with us glow girls. Never a dull moment. Yep. What were some of your favorite uh, moves to do in the ring? Because you had many moves. You, you, you did beals. Oh, I had many moves. Um, I, I love the clothesline, but my number one was the leg drop. I love doing that. You know, I took that on from, uh, oh, I can't think of his name now, wrestler. He did the leg drop. And I love doing the leg drop uh, because, you know, my legs are powerful and you couldn't really get out from under there. So um, that was one of my favorites. Another one would be um, the, the suplex. I didn't do it often, but when I did, that was a powerful move, you know, and you have to be careful because you could really kill someone doing that. So, uh, you know, I had to have upper body strength, which... Um, uh, Matt would always make me do upper body strength. And, you know, that was a lot of push-ups, um, a lot of um, upper body uh, workout, and you had to have strong legs to be able to hold up people. So, um, you know, there was a lot of work. I better get back to that uh, workout routine. That'll help me kick this coronavirus in the butt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, there were a couple of uh, glow girls that we lost in the past couple of years who you know, we're just legends in the ring, Mountain Fiji and Big Bad Mama. And I know that you worked with both of them. Can you let us know what are your memories of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'll start with Big Bad Mama, Lynn. We, from the very start, you know, uh, we developed a relationship that was a bond. And uh, as powerful as she was and with her voodoo queen stuff, you know, she was such a lovely person because, um, we all came to Vegas together and, uh, you know, for the, the beginning um, of the, the tryouts, we were all, we all came together. She was season three as well. And uh, her children were young and my children were young. And uh, we were like only the two that had kids at that age, at that time, I believe. And, um, you know, we formed a, a motherly bond with our children because we would keep each other's children at times. And, and but in the ring she was a force to be reckoned with i really didn't want to mess with her in the ring because you see big bad, <laughs> big bad mama that, that's why we called her that big bad mama because she would get you and would shake you like a chicken bone and that was who she was and who she still is i she represented uh um uh, her character her persona in that ring 100. So that was about Big Bad Mama. Rest in peace, Big Bad Mama. I miss you. Yes. Yep. And then the memories of Mountain Fiji. Mountain Fiji as well. Mountain Fiji, another uh, big persona, big, big presence in a glow. And not only was she a big girl, Samoan girl, but she was big in her personality. She was full of life, always laughing. But when you got in that ring, you bet you have to be prepared because she would transform into Mount Fiji. So it would be trying to fight a mountain for real. 
because you couldn't move her, you couldn't shake her, couldn't get her off her feet. Um, and I admired her because I, I did get to see her previous um, matches, you know, because she had already been a part of GLOW when we got there. And uh, she was already uh, a name for herself. She made a name for herself um, in GLOW. And it was such a sad thing when she passed because she was a young lady, you know, and um, had, you know, issues with health and different things. And may she rest in peace and God bless her and her family as well. Thank you, Mike. And also, you did have the opportunity to appear on a couple game shows while you were on GLOW. You got to appear on Card Sharks and Family Feud. Can you tell us a little bit about those experiences and your memories from those shows? Oh, yes, Mike. I loved being um, a part of that um, Card Shark and Family Feud. Um, you know, we also um, went to the Sally Jesse Raphael show. We were at Trump's Castle in New Jersey. Um, Glow was very famous um, and still is, but you know, a number one syndicated show. And so we were always invited to do, um, you know, shows. Uh, they were on the field. Donahue, you know, we were in the audience or however. But car shots were such a fun game. And I, I, I had a crush on the guy who, who did car shots. I don't remember his name now, but at the Bob, time I had a crush. Who was it? Bob, Bob Eubanks. Yeah, right. Bob Eubanks. I had a crush on you, Bob Eubanks, back in the day. I'm married now. I'm not available, so don't call me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a, that was a fun show. It was so much fun. And Family Feud, oh my goodness. I, you know, those questions, you think when you're at home watching it, you know, oh, I would have said this and would have said that. But when you're there, my mind would draw a blank each and every time. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved, uh, I would love to be back on those shows. They were, they were fantastic. Thanks for asking, Mike. And, and then when you were on Family Feud, I got I got to say too, you know, you were with Jackie Stallone on your team. And yes. some of those answers that Jackie gave to those questions. Yes, Jackie Stallone is the best. She was so funny. Um, she was the good girl's manager. And uh, Jackie Stallone, um, very kind hearted woman, you know, and she would tell us about her son. Um, and we also got to see her grandson on a few occasions uh, during our matches. So Jackie Stallone, yeah, she would just, you know, she was just, she was raw and uncut, as they would say today. Yes. God bless her. Yes. So then many years go by. Um, well, actually, GLOW ended. And then what did you do after GLOW? Well, after GLOW, um, they, you know, they went back to California because we were in Las Vegas and they packed up and moved back. I didn't want to go back to California. And so I stayed in Las Vegas. Um, I actually went to uh, a career school and became a medical assistant. And I did that for quite a few years as a back office medical assistant for um, ear, nose and throat specialists out here. Uh, um, three surgeons I worked for. And I did that for nine years. And I love doing that. And then um, I went on after that because, you know, it got kind of sad, a lot of cancer and all those type of things. And after that, I went on and um, with my ex-husband, who is now passed, he opened a clothing store and I worked there. And so I love doing that. You know, I'm kind of like an all-around girl. I, I, I call myself a free spirit. You know, I like to be out and doing things for other people. So then... After all, the, all this time then, Glow, the documentary gets released and Glow yes. Netflix. 
So tell us about um, those two, if you've seen them and what are your thoughts on them? Well, my thoughts um, are pretty neutral. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm elated that, you know, Glow is still in the know. The documentary, I wasn't available for that. I'm not sure what I was doing at that time, um, but you know, uh, they did that and that was a beautiful thing for them to do. And uh, with the Glow Netflix, that kind of put us back on the map again, I believe, you know, because um, they were doing uh, Glow. And, and I'm not sure if any of the girls were actually a part of that, but with them being uh, just talking about Glow put us back in the forefront, you know, and some of the characters uh, were actually playing some of the characters in Glow. And so um, my, my, my thoughts are still, it was a good thing and it's kind of neutral. Thank you. Yep, and I remember too, actually, um, when they did the documentary, I don't believe that maybe you were in contact with anyone because I, I, a lot of fans may not know this, but I actually found you and put you in contact with the girls, remember? I do, yes, and I thank you because yeah, I had kind of lost contact because you know, my life, um, didn't stay there, you know, even though their glow was near and dear to my heart, but it was a part of my journey. And so I think when you um, uh, made contact with me, I was already doing, you know, I was already in church. I believe I was already a minister at that time. Now I'm a pastor of a church, but at that time, you know, I was um, uh, raising grandchildren, you know, life had just kind of went, you know, kind of went the other way for the good. You know, not saying theirs isn't because glow is always, that's exactly what it is, glowing. You know, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and I still call them my glow sisters. And I did lose contact with a lot of them. And um, a few years, uh, let's see, probably about 10, 11 years ago, they came to Vegas for a wrestling match and they got in contact with me. And I went there, it was in Henderson. And so we met that way, but I still fell off again because of my life was so busy. Um, with these new children. All right, and now what we're gonna do is play a little lightning round with Justice. And the way this works is I'm gonna give you a couple things and you just tell me which one you prefer, okay? Okay. All right, so we're gonna say, would you prefer to have a phone call or a text? Text. Cardio or weights? Cardio. Glasses or contacts? Glasses. A couch or a recliner? Recliner. Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift? Ariana Grande. At the movies, would you rather have popcorn or candy? Popcorn. Toilet paper, does it go over or under? Over. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot coffee. Jersey Shore or Florabama Shore? Jersey Shore. Would you rather win a vacation or win the money? The money. <laughs> Winter or summer? Summer. And would you rather watch a TV show or watch a movie? TV show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We had such a blast. Thank you for sharing your story, your personal stories, your experience and everything. We're so happy that you had the chance to come on here and do that. And I'm so happy that you're well. And I hope that you stay well. Mike, thank you so much. I am so honored and humbled. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for keeping um, in contact with me. I thank you for checking on me during this pandemic.
because you were texting and making sure I was okay. And um, thank you so much for um, just connecting um, me with back with Glow and and um, you know keeping me in the know. Thank you so much. I appreciate all that you do. You're welcome. Thank you. And can you tell the fans? Um, do you have anything you want to say to the fans? And how could they contact you if they want to reach out to you? Of course. I just want to say thank you, fans. Thank you for keeping up with Glow. Thank you for being our number one. All of you, all of you are our number one uh, fans, and I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for keeping it going. I won't mention any names because I don't want anybody to feel slighted. But I know who you are. I see you. I see your posts, I see your texts, I see your social media, um, and thank you so much. And I pray for you, I pray all is well. And you can contact me um, via, uh, via Facebook. Just go to Nornice Normit. Um, I'm on Facebook under Nornice Normit. Um, and I think you just uh, text me, post, post, send some posts, and I'll, I'll post you back. And maybe I'll get an um, email for justice. So then I'll put that out so you can uh, email me. And before I believe a couple of the fans has sent me um, different things, you know, and I sent pictures and autographs and I'm still available to do that uh, for you, just for you fans. God bless. Thanks Stay so safe. much. We had a blast. Thank you. All right, everybody. Keep it right here for some more great interviews and we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mike. Bye.